So, hi guys, it's me. We are, we're back again, and it's been a really long time. I think last time there was an episode, I, it was the holidays, I think it was Christmas. Anyway, hi my beautiful lovelies, it's Genevieve, back after like three months, because school, like usual. So that's been, that's been going on. But um, you guys tell me about you before we get into me. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're going through anything at all. If you hear somebody yelling, I'm pretty sure it's the people in the room behind me. So. Yeah. But anyway, whatever you're going through. Um, if you're going through anything at all, it's going to get better. And if somebody does you wrong, do not do them wrong back because two wrongs do not make it right. Revenge might feel good. It does feel good. But then instead of the person getting karma, now y'all both going to get karma. And that's just not good for anybody. And if life is going great for you, I hope life keeps going great for you. Because as soon as March happens, something's in the air and it's just been off for me and the people with my DNA. And now... So, this is so awkward. Don't look at me. Before we get into, uh, you know, the usual, the life updates and everything, um, we have a guest today. And it is not anybody that's been on here before. It's not Gertrude. It's not Janelle. It's not the Stallion. It's not my cousin. It's not my sister. There's been a lot of people on here. It's not any of those. This person <laughs> is not related to me. And this person, um, I did not, uh, meet him here on campus during COVID or on campus at all. Um, he is known as, uh, Michael Jackson without the Jackson, just Michael. Mikael, no Myers, cause he does not kill people. Um, this is, uh, Mr. Genevieve, AKA, uh, my boo, AKA my boyfriend. AKA, I'm nervous. AKA. <laughs> anyway, it's Mikael. It's Michael. It's Michael. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Michael. Nice to meet y'all. Nice for, well, I hope I sound great, but still. I'm Michael. <laughs> First time here. Probably won't be my last. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I guess it's my trial run. Mm -hmm. But hopefully y'all enjoy okay. hearing me talk. And yeah. Here come the questions. The people want to know, Michael. <laughs> Where did we meet? Hinge. How long did it take us from hinge to relationship? Jesus, that's like. It took like a month for me to meet you in person. And then maybe another month after that. I think a month or two after that. We had a month on Hinge where it was literally like, I text you at maybe 10 o'clock. And then a day or two later, I get a text from you. 
And at first it was like, you know, five or six lines, which turned into 20 lines and then five paragraphs and then a few books back and forth. I'm an author. Because (laughs) because for some reason we could never get on time or never be up at the same time. And then as we got closer to you coming back to school, we started like, you know, aligning schedules and then finally got to meet in person. And after that, it was every day for like I want to say a month it felt like a long time it felt like two but all in all it probably took like two and a half three months until we got into a relationship and now I think by the time you guys hear this it should be our second month I guess yeah so Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm nervous and he's cute anyway where are you from? How old are you? What's your favorite color? And, um, I'll put something random. I'll think of it, but answer that. So, I was born in Orlando, Florida. Ooh, y'all giving them the details so they can identity? <laughs> Nobody's gonna want my identity. <laughs> but I was born in Orlando, Florida, but grew up in Maryland. So, yes, I am Southern at heart. Deal mm. with it. Hey, when it comes to that cooking, it's southern. Don't do that. Don't do that. Not too much. Um, favorite color? I don't hear a country accent. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my favorite color is blue, but I don't mind me a little bit of pink or black, especially if it's all together. It's good. It's good on the eyes. Interesting. What else was? How old are you? I'm twenty. I'll be 21 in December, so... Another year. Basically. (laughs) Basically another year. But... Don't hype her... Don't hype Genevieve... Don't hype Genevieve up too much, because she's going to start being like, I'm older than you. You do as I say. I'm a cougar. Okay. You're done. Yeah. You're done. I'm the cougar in the relationship. Because... I'm older by a good uh, five months. You know, I was, I was determined to get out that uterus. Determined. I was determined to get in and out the uterus. Pause. Pause. <laughs> you know how you have to fight all the other kids okay. yeah. in order for you to come out? I was beating them up. Beating them up. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Okay. So, yeah, I forgot all my random questions. Oh. If you had to choose an animal, would you rather be a hammerhead shark, a dolphin, or a duck? Would I rather be an endangered animal? A hammerhead shark, a dolphin, or a duck? An animal that's used and abused by white people in Florida. A hammerhead shark, a or dolphin, or a duck? An animal that's kept as a pet by white people all over the world. And hunted by white people all over the world. They have a corkscrew. I'd rather be a dolphin. <laughs> or at least I could stay in Florida if I'm a dolphin. No, really. Or in Baltimore. But, you know, at an aquarium somewhere. But yeah, it I'd rather be a dolphin. <laughs> okay. I'd rather be a dolphin, too. Just because I feel like if mermaids existed, I wouldn't know. But then I couldn't tell anybody because I'm a dolphin. So then they'd be safe and I'd be safe too and they'd probably give me food. 
Anyway. Um. Ooh, I was skipping around. Okay. It's been a while, while. A while, while, while. Okay. So, the last episode you guys heard, I sounded uh, like I was going through it because I was. Because I had COVID. <laughs> well, the last episode, I'm pretty sure. No, I had COVID. The last episode, I'm pretty sure, was Christmas. But then. I re-uploaded an episode that I had to make for my public health class because I deleted it and then I re-uploaded it. And in the episode, I sound sick and like I'm going through it and it's scholarly because the podcast was required for the project, but I had COVID. It is what it is. So I don't know how it got to be perfect timing. Like I got the perfect, I had COVID before the test was positive, obviously, but the amount of time it took me to fully quarantine and not have to wear a mask anymore lined up with me coming back to campus. So that was that. But besides that, I'm back on campus. I'm in a study room and uh, Mikael is here with me. It's the last semester of junior year and it's midterm week. So I just finished taking my midterms and it was stressful. Like it's so stressful. I could go rob a bank and it would be less stressful than that. So many essays. So many exams. And spring break is about to start, which I don't understand why spring break is in winter and not spring, but that's just me. Anyway, it's not going to be break because I'm going to be doing homework, but you guys don't need to know that. This semester, okay, I did just (laughs) tell them, but they don't need to know that. (laughs) So the classes I'm taking this semester, I'm a junior public health major. I'm in an honors program, and I decided to do a French certificate. So I am taking phonetics and diction of French, which is killing me. Um, my honors class this semester is love and sex, which is interesting. And in however you're thinking it goes, it's probably exactly how it goes. It's a discussion-based class. We don't have any tests or anything. We just talk about love and sex every class. I'm taking biostatistics, introduction to the U.S. healthcare system, environmental health. And there's always one I forget, and I don't know why I forget it. Oh, psychology of death. That's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. that's about it. Anything you want to say? I hope you guys enjoy. You don't want to give no life updates? There's nothing. They don't know me. How am I going to update? I'll do it for you. Okay, so Michael's life update is that he got a girlfriend and she is me. I am she. Oh, and uh, hopefully next time you guys hear a podcast episode after this one, he will have tried coffee. And I don't mean like a sip. I mean like he drunk a cup. Because for whatever reason, he's like, oh my gosh, energy drinks. Energy drinks amazing. Coffee, bad. <laughs> and I don't understand why, but we are going to, uh, we're going to, we're not going to fix that. I just want him to have at least one cup of coffee. And if he doesn't drink coffee ever again after that, that's fine. But at least one. At least one. Some fun facts about him. He got a fatty. I feel such a little He got a fatty. He's packing in the wagon. He's packing in the wagon. You guys didn't need to know that, but I told you. Okay. Anyway, whenever we come back, we're going to talk about the polls. Oh, shoot. Okay. This episode is about black love, by the way. <laughs> 
And Michael is black. And so am I. But you know that. He's slave black and I'm half slave black. Wow. He's slave black and then I'm slave black and I'm, African black. Like that's I'm from the South does not mean that I am a slave. He's slave black and I'm African black, but we are slave. both black. I'm half slave, half Caribbean. Difference. Half slave. Half American slave, half Caribbean slave. That's what he said. Right. Yeah. He is slave. He is black slave. Different slave, but black slave. It's okay. I'm half slave. Half slave. Half slave. And this is a whole other conversation. Me and Janelle are trying to figure it out because she's half black, half Hispanic. And then I'm half American black and half African black. And we were like, if slavery never happened, would, be, would we be in America and like white? Or would I be in Africa? And would Janelle be in Africa or where her mom is from? You wouldn't exist. Like, I would exist. It'd just be a different variation of me. Maybe. My mom's DNA is all over the place. But my dad's DNA is, ooh. Mm, why you say like that? He African. <laughs> Rick Ross? African. <laughs> Big Meech. Okay. Larry Hoover. Yeah, my Look DNA here. test said I was 96% African. Rick Roll. Look here, bucko. Brick Roll? Yeah, because you're off brand of Rick Ross. You're done. You're done. You're done. But yeah, 96% African. I'm the original Wakandan warrior. Right here. I'm almost purebred. Almost purebred. I have 1% white in me, and it's all in my feet. Anyway, we're going to get into the polls. It's time for the polls. <laughs> and I could have went a lot of places. Oh, if you hear... um, I don't know if you hear buttons, but if you hear buttons, it's an Xbox controller, I promise. I promise. These buttons will be getting pushed that loud. No, I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, oh, before we, <laughs> before we get in the questions, Michael's a gamer, so that's why you hear the little buttons clickety-clackety in. Yeah. What do you like to play? Um, so, right now, I'm kind of stuck on Minecraft, but... I'm normally either on Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, of course. Of course. Of course. The best. Of course? Of course. Of hot course. take. Hot take, of course. But um, I'm either on Call of Duty or the better first-person shooter game, Apex Just start Whoa, whoa. Don't say better first-person. You just started playing. So. Yeah, it's most definitely the better first-person shooter. Anybody that knows how to play games and has half brain knows that. Or has played it, but you haven't played, so I'm going to let that. Anyway. So, it's an opinion, so it can't be wrong or right. No, it's right. <laughs> but in my opinion, I play Minecraft, but I don't do the intricate designs Michael does. I set things on fire and blow things up Jesus. and uh, kill things like villagers oh. and creepers. I play Call of Duty. I like uh, World War Two. Because I like hitting people with a shovel. And it's like never bring a knife never to bring, a gunfight. Never bring a 
But I bring a shovel to a gunfight and I still be killing people. So like anyway. And then if I bl- if I play BO2, which is superior, or BO4, because BO4 has Nuketown on it, um, I will knife people. Anyway, uh Call of Duty Minecraft. Um I'm starting to get into Hitman. I started to play Fallout and then Russia invaded Ukraine. And then they were yeah, talking. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about nukes and everything. I was like, that's a little too. Yeah, I stopped playing. It was Fallout 4. Yeah. The premise of Fallout 4 was there was a war. Um, And they used nukes. And you got put in an underground bunker. But a lot of the bunkers um, ended up being science experiments without anybody's knowledge. So you came out of cryo sleep like 100 or 500 years later mm. so yeah i was like maybe not just like if i didn't see the 100 i would have stopped watching the 100 when that happened yeah um watchdogs of course watchdogs of course watchdogs is amazing i beat watchdogs 2 i'm still working on watchdogs 1 and i did not start watchdogs legion yet because i feel like it's going to take up a lot of space and a lot of my time so yeah. Uh, and just to add, um, the intricate, intricate designs that she was talking about, if you want to see them or watch me build sometimes, my Twitch account is B1G underscore B-O-I-I underscore M-I-K-E. It says Big Boy Might. Mikael Myers. Mikael Myers. Mikael Myers. So the first question of the poll, Black Love, you know, because that's a topic. Um, the first question is, how was the L word used in your home as a black person? The people go first. Um, someone said good, and I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> what do you mean good? What do you mean like it was use properly or like okay next person said it describes a way of showing up for others in the community and oneself go off (laughs) and then they said however their parents always say be careful with giving love because not everyone has good intentions Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah i think the part about showing up for others and the community. Well, I don't know about the community part, but I feel like showing up for others is like the choice part of love she's talking about. Because like whenever you love somebody, you choose to love them. And I feel like that's what she's talking about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know, know for sure. Do you know it's a girl? Yes. It's not misgender people. I know who did these replies. Y'all whoa. just can't see them. But whoa. I know who did them. They're anonymous, so y'all can't see them. I can see them. And then her parents say, be careful with giving love because not everyone has good intentions. That is so very true. Because people could say one thing to your face and that means something completely different. Mm -hmm. And they could look at you dead in your eyes and say something that seems so sincere. And then just do the opposite. Like that girl from uh, Married at First Sight. That one I don't like. They were not in love. Yeah, but she said, I do, through, you know, sickness and whatever. 
That's different. But because no. they were married at first sight. They didn't have a relationship and be like, I love you, let's get married. It don't matter. It we does we matter. all We're know talking about love. We all know she was only on there for a check. Like, let's be honest. Let's oh, you know they get a check. No, you get a check. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way you're gonna be filming a show for like X amount of weeks without being able to work and not get paid for it. You're right. You got a point. Okay, so it's our turn to answer the question. Me first? Okay, so as a black person, because I'm black and stuff, (laughs) that was a word used in my home often, often. There's some people that say that, oh, in my family, we don't say the L word that much, but we know we love each other. But in my family, it's I love you all the time, every day, all the time. And I'm guilty of this. Like whenever I'm talking to somebody, like one of my family members, and we get off the phone or I'm just leaving their house, the last thing I say has to be, I love you. And if I have to say it five times because you keep talking, then I will say it five times. Mm-hmm. It's just always been like that. I love you before you leave to go anywhere. I love you before you go to sleep. I love you if you're on the phone. Not 3,000. <laughs> and then, I don't know. I don't know if we did that. I feel like we've always done it. But like whenever somebody dies, we do it more. But, like, we've already done it a lot, so I don't know if it changed or if we're just, I don't know. I guess we're trying to put emphasis on it. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was used in a healthy way. It was used a lot. It, like, reminds you that um, life is short. So, it's like, maybe I should use it a little more. But, like, how much more can I use it? <laughs> if I already make sure it's the very last thing I say to you before I leave and before you go to sleep. Every day? Maybe it's maybe it's the um last thing that you're gonna say at the end of every sentence instead of period. It's just like I hope you have a good day, I love you. Period. Oh yeah, no, no period. <laughs> the period is I love you. It's like, oh yeah, I'm playing Minecraft, I love you. See? That'd be funny or not funny, it makes sense ish. Now you answer the question. If you like, if you want to skip it, you can do a little skippy, skip, a doodle, skip, bow. Um. So, my mom, she's super emotional sometimes, which I could understand because I'm basically her only child outside of Lauren. But that's a different story for a different day. But she says it every time that she gets off the phone with me. Every time I leave. Every time. We stop texting. I think she's like you. She's just constantly saying it because she's the youngest of like 16, I think. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mama Duke's. Siblings? Was... Mm-hmm. Or like dogs? Siblings. Siblings? Mm-hmm. And she's seen a lot of her siblings uh, pass, etc. So she makes sure that she says it every time that you leave because you never know when the last time will be that you see somebody. Exactly. Especially with with what's going on nowadays. Just any time I leave, that's the last time, last thing that she says. Last thing, she makes sure it's the last thing I hear. Like before she goes to sleep, before I leave the house, etc. But my dad, on the other hand, when I do see him, I don't ever hear it. But it means a lot more when I do hear it. Because, like, you know that he means it. it's not just 
throwing it around at the end of every sentence like oh i love because like you know how you can um what is the word i'm looking for get desensitized to it and sometimes i feel like if you say it too much you kind of desensitize other people and or yourself from hearing it and then it doesn't mean as much at the end of the day you know it does it just doesn't feel like it you know what i mean so yeah that's all we use in my house, I guess. Interesting, interesting. Interesting. Well, interesting Maybe. It must be interesting. Because I'm different. I'm emotional. You know how I am with... Well, I just explained how I am with my family and everything <laughs> and everybody. I'm the only person in my friend group that doesn't make suicide jokes. Because I value my life. And what do you mean for now? Because <laughs> I value my life, and I've never been like, I've never been been through depression, or I've never been like, I want to kill myself. So you I feel what? like I shouldn't make jokes about that. And then when people do make jokes about that, it makes me sad. No matter how many times I hear it, I'm not desensitized because I know it's a half joke. I know it's a half joke, <laughs> but like everything I do is intentional. So. I don't think my family feels that way. I don't feel that way even if they tell me I love you 15 times in a day. I feel it each time because whenever I say I make sure it's intentional. It might be a guy thing. Like, if I'm, like, in the kitchen cooking and you're about to leave out the door, I will, like, try to run for you before you go out the door to, like, give you a hug and a kiss. And then if you do, if you do make it out the house without me being able to hug you while I'm saying it, I will call you and be like, you didn't let me hug you. Or you didn't say I love you back. You can add loser at the end of every statement. <laughs> I will never add that word to any of my statements. Oh, yeah. I'll do it for you. Not to me. No, I'll do it for you. But not to me. Loser. That's a joke. That no. That was a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the last time. Anyway. <laughs> the next question is oh <laughs> is the l word something common in your home i guess we kind of answered this in mine yes and not even just in my home just in my family in general it's not really something super common in my home because i don't really see my mom as much anymore even though we do live under the same roof like um for work nowadays i go to work before she does We'll wake up at the same time, but I'm not, like, a morning person, so I won't talk to anybody until I get to work because, you know, can't have your social battery running out when you work a retail job. Ooh, yes, you can. Mm, it's terrible. But, um, yeah, so there's days I won't... There's, there's a time where I would not see my mom for up to two weeks at a time, even though we live in the same house, and sleep. 15 feet away from each other with a wall between of course but yeah so when i do see her she'll say it as much as possible you know because it's my mom i'm her quote-unquote baby she calls me um you her baby (laughs) if you ask her i'm her baby i'm like what what that's such a mom thing to do (laughs) Such a black mom thing to do. It is. What is it with the word boo? I don't even know. But, yeah. So, 
when we do see each other every day, I hear it a lot. When we don't, it's every now and then. But when we don't see each other a lot, it means a lot more when I do hear it. Interesting. And ooh. That was his neck. If you heard it. Okay. Um, this person said it's definitely become more common in recent years. Good for you. Good for you, ma'am. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. This next question is what image of love was portrayed to you as a child growing up in a black family? Black. Black. African Americans. Brown. Well, not brown because. Yeah, brown doesn't mean. Black. Black. Someone said parents loving their kids. Yeah, parents loving their kids. Sounds. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I went first last time. Go on going. Okay. Did I go first last time? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm Do you, you? You're nominating me. Okay. <sighs> what image of love was portrayed to me as a child growing up in a black family? Okay. Platonic and familial love was portrayed through like parents loving their kids and siblings. And you know, I have a really big family because my mom has five sisters. And then most of them also have kids. And then, like, the entire state of South Carolina is probably related to me somehow, some way. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, that way. Um, just through my mom and my having my sister and I loving us. And then my aunt and my cousins. Yeah. The besties. Um... Not the girlies, the besties. Mm. We're talking about when I was a little youngin'. Oh. When I was a little youngin'. Right. <laughs> yeah, that. And then also, I want to say probably like uh, Tyler Perry. <laughs> what? what Tyler that? Perry movies and shows. I'm and so just confused. a whole bunch of. Yeah, and how was the image of love portrayed as a child growing up in a black household? So it was portrayed Tyler Perry, Tyler, Tyler Perry Perry movies and shows when it was like black love conquers anything. Wow. You might go to jail, but I still love you, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just black classics like uh what is it called? I think it's called Waist Deep. That one with was it Tyrese? I think it's Tyrese, that one, and then Love and Basketball, you know, Love you know them. So ATL, definitely. I love me some ATL. I think filming in Atlanta is toxic. Well, well. ATL literally means Atlanta. Yeah, anything filmed in Atlanta is toxic. They weren't toxic. It was just a misunderstanding. They were Gucci. Mm-hmm. They were Gucci. You know, um, Roll Bounce, Lottery Ticket. <laughs> Things like that. And then my family, the side of the family that's related by love, they drilled it into my head. They used to be like, because I forgot what I used to say. I think I used to say, I don't care who I marry or something like that. Or, um, yeah, think of something like, I don't care who I marry. Like, I just want to love them. And they were like, no, I think I wanted to say I wanted to be a lawyer. 
or a doctor or something. And I don't care who I marry. And they were like, when you grow up, you are going to marry a rich, handsome, black doctor. Whoop. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're like, he is going to be, he's going to have money. He's going to have more than enough money. He's going to be a doctor. I don't know why a doctor. They just chose a doctor. He's going to be a doctor. That's true. And he has to be black. He's going to have a black husband doctor. And I was like, all right. Then I grew up more and I was like, well, what if it's me? What if I'm the black doctor? What about that? And also, then I was like, well, hey, who said it's going to be a man? <laughs> hey. Then I was like, who said they're they going to be black? Hope y'all still love me. They do. But that's how I was portrayed growing up. Yeah, definitely. They're like, family is black. Your man going to be black. Black, be black, black. Black, 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 black. Okay. Like Rico said. She a black queen in a black group with some black niggas and they gonna shoot, but we not gonna have nobody shoot. Cursing? It's not cursing, it's the N-word. I'm black. We've established this. I'm both slave black and African black. I am both slave black and jollof rice black. We've established this. Jollof rice black. Fufu black. A goosey black. I used to call it jollof fries. I'm sorry? In like middle school, nobody ever corrected me, because yeah, I had a whole bunch of African friends in middle school, and they would say it, they would say it with a heavy accent. You hear like jollof fries. I'm like, yeah, I can hear that. I'm like, oh, so you guys want some jollof fries? I'm like, they're like fries in high school. They're finally like fries. How long have you been calling it fries? I said since like middle school. They're like, no, it's jollof rice. I'm like. But that says it says the same thing. You're saying to the same you. thing. I know. And then I realized I wasn't black enough. So you are black enough. You're just not African enough. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, so your turn. <laughs> um, what image of love was portrayed to you as a child gro- growing up? I can't talk in a black household because you're black. Black, 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 black. If you black girl, 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 if you black girl. Yo, off brand Kevin Hart, you mind giving me the money? Off brand Kevin Hart, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I'm not getting up, I'm not on the floor, and I'm not having sex with the stool. Because you know how the comedians they begin up to be making sex jokes? They'd be like, I was hitting it from the back like this. I'm not doing that. You are so foul. Anyway, Will Will Smith. I mean, listen, if somebody was going to try you hard enough, I would pull up Will Smith. But we know I don't know how to fight, so I would have to make sure I have something back up. Jada, Jada Pinkett. Pinkett. Yeah. That's a story for Listen, if somebody disrespected you enough, that's a story for later in the podcast. I'm going to have the taser. In the back pocket, just in case. I'm going to have the knife in the other pocket. I'm going to just be like, wow. <laughs> I've never been in a fight, so I don't know if I can fight. So I need weapons. Anyway, here. Talk. Um, in my household, for the most part, um, love is portrayed as just showing up to like games and supporting me. God, you want to get it any close? <laughs> 
Y'all don't know what just happened, but she's basically put the mic in my mouth. Stop. Stop. You hold it then. Relax. You hold it then. Calm down, you Jamal. Hold it then. Don't pull out the nine. Anyways. Um the image of love in my house was basically showing up and supporting each other at like games and um concerts because I played the cello in elementary school. Ooh. But I, I can't I haven't played it since I wanna play it. I wanna relearn. But yeah, like showing up to games, um, trying to support me through school. For my dad, is always um, if there's anything that I have an interest in, he's gonna support it no matter what. But sometimes he does a little bit too much. You know what I mean? Like he's your father. Yeah, he's my dad, but your father. And a lot of people don't don't have their dad there to support them, which I don't want to sound like a butthole. For saying all that. I don't know. It's just sometimes you gotta get let the kid be mm-hmm. and let them find their way. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of how I'd like love to be presented in my household. But it's usually the opposite way. And I know in probably twenty years I'll look back and I'll be like, Thank you. But right now, Thank you for being a friend. Back again. Anyway, um, we're going to take a break from the polls. Time for our first break. We got some French words all about love and uh, black people. Not black people, just uh, how you say black and French. So there's a list here. You see where it says French words? I want you to try to say them, and then I'm going to say them. Okay. Amour, monsieur. Monsieur. There's a comma. One word. One word at a time. time. I thought it was like a sentence. Okay. No. Amour. Pretty, pretty right. Pretty right. Amour. I mean, with the French R, but it's kind of nasty to say. Say it again? No. (laughs) Do a French R. Amour. Do a French R. Amour. Can you say the R? No. Try it. Amour. You gotta. Oh, okay. You gotta. Amour. Um, the next. That was great. Actually. Amour. It wasn't how you do it, but amour. Look here, look here, Cardi B. Cardi B. Megan Thee Stallion. That is ah. That is not ah. All right, next one is Monsieur. Monsieur, like Mister. That Monsieur. Mon. Mon. Cuyer. Cuyer. What? Mon Cuyer. Mon Cuyer. There we go. Next. Mon petit ami or mon petit ma. <laughs> you had me in the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so is mon petit ami? Mon petit ami. And then it's ma petit ami. Ma petit ami. Ooh. Next one. Oh, I see now. Sorry. Um, je suis short. Je suis show. Jesse Shore. Damn. Jersey Shore. <laughs> so wrong. Je suis short. 
You say the D, but not really. Like it's in the back of your throat. Jesse Shaw. Okay. Next one. Um. You're cute. You're cute. Ma femme, man homie. <laughs> man homie. Oh, I've been forgetting to say what these mean. Um, amour means love. Mon cuillet means my heart. Mon petit ami means boyfriend. My boyfriend. It translates in English to little friend. My little friend. But like, it's not. Always. The languages don't always, you know, mean the same thing. So yeah, ma petite amie is obviously my girlfriend. Je suis chaud means. Okay, French is weird. Je suis chaud literally means I am hot. But in French, you can't say I am hot. You say I have hot. So if you mean I am hot, it means you're horny. So I threw that in there. You just told me to say I'm horny? I did. I told you to say that. Anyway, uh, ma femme is weird because it looks like femme. But from my phonetics and diction class, I learned that you don't even say femme. So I'm saying wrong. You say with the ah. Ma femme. Ma femme. Ma femme. Which means my woman. Oh. <laughs> and mon homme. Huh? Mon homme. Mon homme. Mon homme. Mon homme. Mon homme. My man. Okay, next. You don't. Oh. Um. Son Marie or Sha Marie? Son Marie. Son Marie. And then it's. Oh, this one gonna mess me up. Son Marie. Whenever something's so many, you usually add extra e on the end, and if it has an accent on it, then like it's a different pronunciation. So it's son Marie, and then it's sa, ooh, sa Marie, sa Marie, sa Marie, and sa son, son versus sa, son versus sa, son Marie, and sa or son, sa Marie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Last ones. Um. Oh, that means my husband and then my wife slash fiance. Nor. And nor. Noir. Means black. And nor means black. <laughs> <laughs> noir <laughs> means black. And then noir is not really much of a difference. Also means black. It's just a feminine version. Yep. Noir. Clear. Okay. So we're going to take a break. Any words for the people? And I keep dropping this. Um. Go grab some water. It's time to hydrate. Drink water. Hydrate or dehydrate. We're back. We're black. I mean, we were never white to begin with, but <laughs> like, what? we're black. We're back. We're black. We are. It's true. Blacker than ever. Well, unlike your feet. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> Respectfully. Chill on my feet. Chill on my feet. Anyway. <laughs> Um, the next question, what examples of black love have you seen in the media? 
That's ironic. Because we just got done watching The Resident. Ooh, say it. Which has the largest, not largest, but probably the best example of black love. Honestly, is what? Uh, in the media? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, no, I'm talking about the media. Not. Oh, yeah, the media. So if you haven't seen The Resident, number one, as a as a fan of hard to say this but as a fan of Grey's Anatomy the first mm-hmm. medical show I've ever seen and fallen in love with side eye if you're getting tired of the new seasons I suggest you check out The Resident and you check out Good Doctor both on Hulu The Resident is if you're black The Resident's for you there's, this is literally the only show that has actual black people, and I'm not talking about like you know those American black people. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the good doctor got black. Oh, I'm not talking about the light skin. That one light skin diversity hire. I'm talking about the man. On the good doctor. Yeah. The oh, you're talking about the one of the yeah. higher people. I was talking about yeah, the black the, woman. Yeah, but that's the only actual black person. But she there. The She's only there too. One. Barely. What you mean barely? That is anyways, tight for her hair child, on his head. Child, anyways, that is tight so, for her hair on his head. Um, the resident has dark, like the actual, what's it? Um, dark skinned. Yeah, dark skinned black people. I'm talking Get about it. like straight from the motherland for one of them. <laughs> and the other one is an adopted black guy. I don't know. He did be adopted. I don't remember if his, yeah, I think his family was um, brought over as slaves back in the day <laughs> but um i'm sorry yeah you gotta say it hard you gotta say the hard es i don't know but yeah it's it's a really good example of black love i'm not gonna say too much because i feel like i will spoil it but the other examples of black love in the media unfortunately are like really toxic like ddg his unfortunate um relationship so i'm not talking about like just ddg and hallie but ddg and other people around um um what's his name i don't know it's a lot of black um, people out there blue and whatever his mm. name mm. that that super toxic issue mm. Mm. we don't stand them here mm. no no ma'am um who else Oh, Obama and Michelle. Is there anyone else that you can think of? I can't give you my answers. I can't think of anyone. Well, in the occasional, like, black family. Um, Oh, you're thinking football. The Eagles quarterback. I forgot his name. Him and his wife. Which are, like, the stereotypical black household. Like, you know, people from sororities and fraternities or... Is that the right words for the black ones, or is it different? They are. They're the blacks we're raising for her. Yeah. The D9. Yeah, the Q. He's a, <laughs> I think he's a Q. I don't know what his wife is. She one of the D9. Yeah. Yeah, most... The divine nine. <laughs> most of the black love in media is extremely toxic. They never um, hype up the the real good and, like, not proper, but 
is it old school I'm looking for? Is it um, traditional? The real traditional, like, love that you see. Most of the time, you have to find, like, really cringy Instagram um, pages to hype that up. Yeah, most, basically to answer your question, most of the um, black love in the media is just really cringe, not cringe, but really toxic, and I don't think it's something that we should be hyping up for the younger generations, because they're just going to grow up to be as toxic as the rest, and not actually love people for who they are, just love them for their money. Interesting. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go back in time because there was there was examples. Oh, Marvin! In movies, oh. there's examples in TV shows. So like the the, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. There was oh. Martin. There. Sorry. Child. Anyways, so. Oh. Will, there was um, Will and Jada. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. How did? Man, there was roll bounce. <laughs> there was and freaking music, mindless behavior. Okay. It was always a black girl, a black love interest. And then nobody remembers his name. I think his name was like Lil Nico or Lil Nico or something. That's long television love. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> um Let's see. Yes, the Obamas. Barack? Um, the brat and her wife just got married not too long ago. Um, I don't know if Miss Elliot with anybody. I don't know if Queen Latifah with anybody. I just know they're gay. But we, this question was not about the gays. This question was about black love in the media. <laughs> they just happen to be gay and black at the same time. Exactly. We have Remy Ma and her man. Man, I thought Remy Ma was a... Remy Ma and Papoose, no? Isn't Remy Ma a dyke? Or is that... First of all, you can't say that. No, 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 because there's a difference. Because you have... A dyke is a white lesbian, first of all, so you used it wrong. No, not from where I come from. Where I come from, it's you can be black or white. Most of the time, it's black. Woo! Anyways. Side <laughs> eye, side eye. Hey, the mean speaks bottom. Either way, <laughs> you're not the LGBT. You can't say it. The LGBT. The LGBT. Side eye. Remy Ma and Papoose. Yes, yes. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know if they're still together, but Waka Flocka and Tammy were so cute. Flocka. I go hard. <laughs> That's a little marriage boot camp. And I understood why they needed to be there, but at the same time, I forgot that they needed to fix anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Married at first sight be doing you dirty for real. Mm -hmm. Like, they have a lot of black couples in there. They only put black people with black people. And I don't know if it's because of what people put on their applications, but they only put black people with black people. Racism. And sometimes it be going good and sometimes it don't. And that is 
just always portrayed um Rachel Lindsay did have a season of The Bachelorette, but her man did not end up being black. He ended up being, um, he is Hispanic. I think he's Colombian and they're still together. They're so cute. But there were some instances of black love because I can't remember if she fell in love with Eric or not, but she did not end up marrying Eric, obviously. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next question. What does black love mean to you? And uh, this person, he said black joy. Black love means black joy. So. Me too. Next time if he answers a poll, I'm going to send him a DM with the link so he can explain himself. Like a voice message. But, uh, Mikael, what does black love mean to you? Um, Black love, I just feel like. I don't really know, honestly. Black love could mean a lot of things. It could just mean loving other black people. It could mean taking care of yourself. Only going after black people, which is also kind of weird to me, but we'll let that be. Hey, if you if you want only black people, you only want black people. I'm not going to hold you. Me personally, I only want black people. But... Oh, <laughs> But yes, I did side eye myself. But yeah, I feel like black. Huh? No, that was my ankle. Um, black love is just black people loving other black people, loving their heritage, loving each other, loving the accomplishments that we can all do together or by ourselves. Wow. Yeah, see, see, yeah, I had you there in the first half. You did, but, but then you brought it back together. Me. Yeah, um, yeah, period. Periana, my man, my man, my man. Yeah, yeah. I was home, my kids, mommy, I'm a mother. No, no trauma. trauma. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Um, <laughs> black people loving other black people. Maybe black people only pursuing other black people. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. Of course. But I do recommend it. Not going to. He recommend. You know, it's tough. For us, it's for hard us out here for a pimp here in America. Ma'am. Yeah. So, yeah, it's also black people just loving black culture and a black experience. It's like me personally, at least five times a week, four times a week. I'm wearing something that represents my blackness, whether it's a shirt. I have a lot of shirts from My Pride Apparel. They're not sponsoring me or anything, but I personally feel like they should. No, should sponsor us. Yes. Mm, not us. Genevieve. <laughs> Please sponsor Genevieve. Cause They're called My Pride Apparel. I don't have as many t-shirts anymore, but I need to get some more. And also some of their bathing suits. And I have some of their... I have some of their beanies. I'm wearing a beanie right now that says Black and Proud. And I need to get some more, like, regular hats. But I have hoodies and sweatshirts that say, like... Black nurses matter. Black nurse, black nurse practitioners matter. Black epidemiologists matter. Black graduates matter. My VP wraps her hair at night. Protect black women at all costs. Pro black AF. And then when I'm not wearing those, I just feel like I'm doing something that's black. Like sometimes I have on waist beads if I'm wearing a little crappie. And then sometimes it's just my earrings. Like I have a lot of my earrings are wood. And I have like a lot of just African 
just African looking earrings. Like I have earrings that are in the shape of Africa. And then I have earrings that are just like the African diaspora colors. And mostly it's because it's Ghana's colors except for the black. But yeah, red, green, and yellow. I just I just be black. I'll be black and African. I'll be Javibin. I'm black, no. Javibin is crazy. Javibin. Javibin loving black people. Next up, next up. I see how you answer this question. You're going first. After the polls, of course. Next question, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? And I should have added for black people because the idea was to have this out in February because February is Black History Month and the month of love. So it's like Black Love Month. But school and life and things. <laughs> so <clears throat> ask you guys what a healthy relationship looks like to you. And you guys said good communication, honesty, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Anyway, um, exactly. Someone said in all caps, communication is key. Oh, wait, no, it's all caps. Communication is key. Thank you. You want me to say it louder for the people in the back? I don't think the people in the room next to us heard us a little bit louder. Communication okay, is that, key. That was, that was a joke. You probably just gave everybody hearing loss or damage. Good. Wake up. And then also, communication is key, maintains a healthy relationship. So, Mikael, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? Take the mic, take the mic. Welcome to my TED Talk. Your TED Talk? <laughs> so, a healthy relationship to me, first off, just a healthy relationship, not just to black people, but a healthy relationship. In general. As a generality. But the opinion is coming from a black man. As a Negro. <laughs> as a black man in America. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. And. Like I said before. Communication is 100% key. If you can't communicate your feelings. Or what's going on. With each other. Then why are you together? Like let's just. Let's keep it a stack. Let's keep it a buck. Let's be for real. Let's keep it a stack. Be wow. an FFR. A stack? A stack. Wow. A stack. Wow. Why are you with someone if you're not going to communicate your issues? Like, when there's a issue, when you guys are arguing, it shouldn't even be an argument. It should be two people sitting down getting to the root of the problem and figuring out together, not by yourself, together, how to fix the problem. Like I I've never understood that. This is no um what's it called? It's not shade at anybody. If you know, you know the situation I'm talking about. There's no shade at nobody. Bye bye. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't know we had a soundboard. <laughs> this is not any shade at nobody. Okay, but a break is not healthy. Taking time to yourself is not, is healthy up to an extent. I feel like in a healthy relationship, you should be able to have time to yourself. You should be able to go off, do your own thing, 
you should trust each other. That's a big part of a healthy relationship. Enough to have, like, if he wants to go out with the boys, let him go out with the boys. And you should, number one, know how to act at guys. If you're going out with the boys and they want to go out to the club, you got somebody at home or you have a girlfriend or whatever, don't go around acting single. Like, you're not a Pringle. Get out of the Pringle can. You're a Dorito. Get out of the Pringle can. You're not. Say something. Okay, so Mikael's not done, right? But um, I feel like this is an American thing. And we're American. It's probably an African thing, too. But, like, some countries, like, you know how they dance, like, whining and then, like, you know, the crazy Jamaican dances and stuff? Like, here in America, if you were to do that with somebody, they're like, you're borderline cheating on the floor. But Border- like, It's not even borderline. That is cheating. In their culture, a okay. dance is a dance, so you're not borderline cheating or nothing. And even in some like Hispanic cultures, like whenever you do the little, if you do the bachata the right way, bachata. it's very intimate. But that does not mean you're cheating. It just means you're dancing. That's how you dance. However, I know from personal experience, doing the bachata with somebody, if you look them in the eyes, it does make you catch feelings. Oh? That's another story for another day. Okay. Um... Ciao. Anyways, so they go straight to your mata. <laughs> we already already talked. You know, R.I.P. R.I.P. Pop. Um. Wait, what? R.I.P. Pop. That's a lyric from Pop Smoke. I thought you were quoting C.J. Mm-mm. He's quoting Pop Smoke. You know I don't know that man. I know, Sorry. yeah, you that's know why you I mean. lost your black card five years ago. So the person who wouldn't try my African food when I got it? Uh-uh. Look, that's African card. I never had one to begin with. Where do black people come from, Michael? Well, they come from Africa. They exactly. Come from, they come from the Caribbean. They come from Where did South all black America. people originate from? Africa. All people originated from Africa. Exactly. Anyways, child, anyways, so, um, where was I? So the black people went from Africa to ma'am, other places. <laughs> ma'am. My black card could not be taken away. I'm revoking your black card for the next two no, hours. You Um, anyways. You cannot. As I was saying. Jollof rice. I'll try jollof rice. But you didn't. Well, I didn't have that day. I had pizza. You tried plantain slash plantain slash pasta noodles. Yeah, and they were super greasy. Ma'am, respectfully, I'm trying to lose weight, but that's beyond. That is. It was one. You could have had three, and you would have been fine. Mm -mm, That was a lot of grease. It felt like I was just eating fresh out the fryer. Anyways, soup and rice, and you did not try. Anyways. Then I had palm butter stew. Anyways. Okay, you can keep side eyeing me. I will. I'm just gonna finish what I'm saying. Continue. Thank you. Um. Trust trust is a big thing. Genevieve did have a good point of where um in certain cultures your dances can be really intimate and that doesn't always mean that you're cheating. Don't try them dances if you're not them cultures because they will put a spell on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that comes back to communication. See if you're going to communicate, like, hey, I'm going out to a club. 
with my friends. One would understand someone's going to be dancing. Now, how you dance, that's between you and your partner. You should be thinking about, you should be talking about that. I have a question for you whenever you're done. (laughs) So, long story short, a healthy relationship consists of three to five things. One, communication. Two, um, what was it? Trust. Trust. Yep. Three was, what did I say? I literally we're just said. We were talking about communication. We were talking about trust. We were talking about knowing how to act. Oh, yeah. We Respect. Mm-hmm. Honesty. Four would be honesty, of course, but that also comes in respect, but we're going to count it separately. Honesty. Mm. And number five, or technically five and six, five, take time for yourself. Having alone time for yourself to where you can date yourself, yourself still. Mm-hmm. And six, most importantly for guys, girls, stop listening. This is only for the guys. This is for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. This is for the niggas. The guy niggas. This is for the um, Megan, the pony. The pony. Yeah, because you're off brand. I'm gonna need you to. Right now, you're at a level ten. I'm gonna need you to knock down. You the one three notches. I'm gonna need you. Guys. I'm gonna need you to knock it down. Three notches to number seven. Okay, just cool it down. Do We're almost done. That's We're almost done. Remember. Anyways, when you're when you're in a relationship, just be for real. Don't get into a relationship if you want to be. Freaky, if that's all you want, because you can just go out and get that somewhere else. If you're going to be in a relationship with her, just be in it for her and not for her body, please, for the love of God. (laughs) Because as a cheer coach, I've seen way too many people get their heart broken over that, and it's not worth it, and the drama that comes after it. But yeah. Genevieve. Dropping the mic. Okay. So my question for you is just like how in different cultures, like different rules apply. Guys, not all guys, but guys will be like, oh, a girl and a girl is hot. And then if you're dancing with a girl, they'll just be like, oh, you're just dancing. But if the girl is gay or bi, then it's a problem. But if she's straight and y'all dance with each other, it's not a problem. Even if they get drunk and make out, they'll be like, it's just a kiss. But if the girl was gay, then it's not just a kiss. But if she was straight, then it's just a kiss. But if she's gay, it's not just a kiss. And most people have that idea. But my question for you is, because your girlfriend is the LGBT, she's a girly pop. (laughs) And I don't let, I don't dance on people. And I don't let people dance on me anymore. This is pre-Michael. Before Michael, I was... Gonna be besties or besties. That was before Michael. Now that I have Michael, mm-hmm. I don't let anybody dance on me, and I don't plan on dancing with anybody. I don't plan on letting anybody dance on me, and I'm nervous to dance around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I'll be like, it'll happen one day, but he will be in the dorm in my room, and I will go in my roommate's room, 
and I will do all the things. I will twerk, I will whine, and he will be in the other room. And as soon as he gets up, I will just stop. Because I'm nervy. But anyway, what are your views on that? Because you have a girly pop as a girlfriend. She's horrifying. My arms be getting tired. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> Look, it's simple. Girly pop. For me, I don't know about anybody else. I am content in myself, I guess you could say. I trust you enough to worry. If you're going out to a party, you're going out to a party. I'm not going to stop you from dancing. Now, me personally, would I have a problem if you were dancing with some random girl? Probably not. Why? Because just a random girl. It's the same with dancing on a random guy. But wait, because first, it's better, but worse. If it's another guy, I sometimes, I'll, or most of the time, I will feel like that's a little bit disrespectful. Because if you're dancing on another guy, that can possibly mean, not possibly, it, it kind of shows to me that you don't really respect us and you're putting yourself out there. Because to get, to dance on another guy, sometimes, if you're by yourself, I understand it happens. Some people sneak up behind you. And you don't realize they're there until like the song stops. Oh no! If I feel a presence, if I feel some. Oh, I'm not. I'm not just. I'm not just if talking I feel about a you. Hair. I'm not just talking about you because it happens to some people. It happens to some people. Yeah. If you're drunk enough, it'll happen. But if you're actively seeking out other people to dance on you to dance on, and you choose a guy. Hmm. Why is that the same with a girl? If you're actively seeking out someone to dance on and you choose a girl, there's a, there's a fine line. So if this is a girl that you have feelings for, it's disrespectful. If this is just a random girl, like if it's one of your friends, it's your friends. They're here before me. You're doing it to them before me. So it's not like I'm a... Unless... If you have... It's all about intent, basically. If you intend on being nasty disrespectful now one could say okay so what if i have a gay friend what if you have a gay friend and you i am dance? the gay friend no 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 like a gay guy friend oh not lesbian or bi but a gay a guy that's gay <laughs> he gonna have to prove it <laughs> don't do that because demarco is definitely gay he is 100 percent gay he is more woman than me i believe it I don't know who that is, but I believe it. Don't yeah, worry about it. Hey, DeMarco, if you listen, if you don't, the military better not keep you too long. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, I will break you out. No, you won't. I will. I don't need Ken arresting you. But yeah, I'm gonna need proof. I still, I'm still not like as um comfortable with it, but. If it happens, it happens. It's also like the guy best friend situation. Mm-hmm. Guy best friends? <clears throat> look, as a guy who's been a guy best friend, no. That's you. Because let's, let's sit here and think about it. Let's sit here and think about it, right? Does your mom have a guy best friend? No. Does your auntie have a guy best friend? I don't know what they do you don't every time. Did your grandma have a guy best friend? No. Mm-hmm. But that means something, ladies. That means they're a different generation. Nah, but understand something. As a guy who was a guy best friend, 
a majority of the time, most guys who are calling someone else a guy, but I mean a girl best friend or something like that, you've seen some like you're just waiting for the right time. No. Most of the time, from what I've seen. Mine isn't. I know you're not. I know yours isn't. I'm talking to the people. The people. So, ladies in relationships right now, if your man is saying, oh, yeah, she's just my girl best friend, keep your eye on them. Keep that side eye going. Gotta look straight and side eye at all times. Because sometimes there's more intent than that. Now, if you have a guy that's open to communicating and telling you everything that's going on, you can take a step back because he respects you. But if he doesn't, side eye. (laughs) Okay, so I agree and respectfully disagree. (laughs) I mostly disagree. So (laughs) because... I feel like either way, if I dance on a random person at the club, the disrespect should be the same. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you could be dancing with somebody, you could just be like, oh, hey, girl. And then you dance with them. And then you realize, ooh, they're not straight either. Mm-hmm. You don't know that until you dance with them. Not always. You don't always know that until you dance with them. You are going to be straight. Not to name explain. Trust me. <laughs> You don't know till you dance. Mm. So yeah. Closet closet. <laughs> they don't be in the closet. Some people no, just turn gay when they drunk. Mm. But so they, they gay for real. Yeah. Or some of them are the other thing, this is gonna sound confusing. Some people are bisexual and hetero romantic, so then they not in the closet. They only wanna do sexual stuff with girls. They don't wanna get in relationships with them. They're not in the closet. Just they just wanna have a fun time with you. Mm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I feel like it should be the same. Like, if I was straight, maybe it'd be different. But because I'm not straight, I feel like it should be the same. True. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, probably 50% of the girls out here are also not straight. So. I feel like that's inflated. They'd be like, you want to be a bestie or a bestie? I feel like that's inflated. Why? You don't realize after COVID happened for some reason a lot of people just started being a part of the rainbow community did they just start being a part of it or did they just make it visible some people are doing it as a trend Mm. and that's not just like my opinion it's like something i've actually seen on like tiktok and other things some people do queer bait but you can tell yeah you can tell most of the time at least but maybe not me you can tell i can tell I'm a girly pop. pop. I'm a girly pop. But, um, I forgot my other point. So, you're good. Did I forget my other point? Yeah, forgot my other point. So, we're going to take a break from the questions. Uh, Multimedia moment. This can be something in film, in TV, in books, on social media. Or just anything in your multimedia moment. So my multimedia moment is We All Can't Die First, which comes out on Juneteenth, and it's an all-black cast. And, no, you got to pick your own. And given the name We All Can't Die First, it's a horror movie. 
slash comedy with black people. And then they're like, in the preview, it's like black people are normally the first to die, but you're all black. And you all can't be the first to die. So I ask questions like, who's the blackest? Decide who's the blackest, and then that's who dies. But if you don't decide who's the blackest sometime, then, like, they're just going to come at you one by one. And that's the premise of the movie. And it seems really funny. But my next multimedia moment, I was going to say it, but Mikael wants to take it. I have my own. You can say it. Die for You, the remix of Ariana Grande and Abel Tesfaye. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like... It was unnecessary and it was not needed. Like The Weeknd and Ariana and Love Me Harder, that was great. That was amazing. But Die For You is such a great song on its own. And like, I appreciate Ariana's vocals and everything. Miss Ariana Grande, but the original was better. And like, I've heard it like two times and I probably will not listen again. Yeah. But I'll be playing my Spotify in the car, so I will not listen to it again. So, what are your multimedia moments? For me, if we're being honest. I'm just being honest. If we're being for real. Let's just be real. Real. I'm sorry. Um, honestly, multimedia moment would have to be Able the week in Tashfe live at SoFi Stadium, the entire Ooh. album, only because I saw him live in DC. Hey. Yeah, and I know I'm a whore. I paid eleven hundred dollars <laughs> for floor seats and nearly got my eyebrows burnt off by the fire. But oh my goodness! If you haven't you seen the each. Eleven hundred thousand. Eleven hundred dollars, not eleven hundred thousand. Eleven hundred dollars. It was three tickets. It was like three hundred something apiece, three hundred, four hundred. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways. Oh my goodness. Anyways, um Mikael. Myers. Um my goodness. If you haven't seen the HBO um the HBO documentary slash um concert video i do recommend that you see it but use headphones watch it with headphones or if you have a um what is it called watch it in your car something that has a lot of bass because because it'll really immerse you in the feeling you'll feel all the um all of the bass going through your body and the treble, it'll just feel different. And you'll hear the crowd noise in the background. It's just amazing. But yeah, able to weaken Tess Faye. Just God among men, I guess you could say. Don't do that. I will do that. But um, He's yeah. A man. He's a talented man. Very talented. Among untalented men. Let's just be for real. Able over Taylor Swift. Any day, every day, you can fight me. I don't care. But Abel over Taylor all day, every day. Yeah, so tell us about yours. Um, I went first, so I already told you about mine. No, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to them. Oh. Man. I'm sorry? You gotta have that interaction. I don't know what it's back with. Interact. 
If there was no interaction, I would not have a podcast. <laughs> it's provocative. It gets the people going. <laughs> Evil Tesfaye is a talented man, Married. among other men. Yeah. Children, among other men. And you were right about the Ariana Grande. I know. It's it was bad. Not it's not bad. It's bad. It's not bad. It's just not needed. If you're going to do it with Ariana, you should have done it three years ago before Dawn FM. Mm-hmm. Because you're taking something from My Dear Melancholy, which was eight years ago, six, eight years ago. So what's the point? If you're going to do something with her, do it from like... um. What was it called? What was it called? Anyways, yeah. It wasn't necessary. That's your submission. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, I'm going to hop right in here real quick because this episode is really very long. So I'm going to break it up into two parts because, like I said, if y'all thought I could talk a lot, God bless me with somebody who could keep up. We could go toe-to-toe. So, before the next episode, I just want to remind you to drink water. I want to remind you that you're beautiful. I want to remind you that you're amazing and that no matter what life throws at you, you can get to it and God will bring you out. Also, earlier in the episode, I think I said, I think I told Michael that he can't say dyke and dyke means white lesbian. It is butch. That means white lesbian. Um, Dyke is just, you know, it's for the girly pops to say. So, yeah, on to the next part. I hope you guys listen and I hope you guys are enjoying it. <laughs>